All right, everybody, welcome to the Deal Gen Podcast, where we talk to investors, entrepreneurs, and business titans about a wide range of topics and experiences. The Deal Gen Podcast is brought to you by Deal Gen Partners. Deal Gen Partners is the leading deal origination service on the market for private equity buyers. Deal Gen Partners combines their M&A and private equity experience with a proprietary method of multi-channel marketing services that they call the Bird Dog. This unique recipe generates transaction-ready deals at an unmatched pace and increases a private equity fund's chances of closing a deal by up to 10x. Reach out to DealGen Partners before you begin searching for your next investment. So a lot of the time people will ask me or I'll hear them talking about, you know, why is so-and-so doing a podcast? Why are they taking time out of their day to film content, you know, there's so podcasts, there's so many of them out there, you know, who's really listening? Um, how are they going to build an audience? I mean, what's, what's, what's the good of, of doing a podcast if only a few hundred people, you know, end up listening to it. And I want to share some reasons why I do this and some of the things that I've learned from doing podcasts, not only right now, but one in the past that I think are perfect for someone who's starting a business and trying to grow a business. So number one, content creation. You know, I think that right now we're at a form, a, a period of time where content creators and creators in general probably have the most leverage of anybody when it comes to business and being able to grow. You know, so you think about periods of time in the past where things were being leveraged. So, you know, 200 years ago, it was probably all about manpower, you know, who had enough people and how many people could you, you know, have underneath you to steer the ship and to grow your company. So it was power over, you know, a workforce. And then the industrial revolution happened and it became, you know, the the, the highest form of leverage was, you know, who could create the best system, you know, within their organization, maybe the best um, plant or the best manufacturing system conveyor belt to speed up their production. And so that was the highest form of leverage. And then, you know, the, what happened was obviously software and the internet was created and that became the highest form of leverage. And now I think what we're starting to see is that content is the highest form of leverage. So you think about what groups like Google are doing with YouTube and what you know Disney is doing with their streaming services and what Netflix and all these groups are doing in order Amazon you see all of the biggest companies all of the most successful companies today are putting a ton of investment and a ton of importance on creating their own content and so what you're doing when you're podcasting is you're creating your own content you have a bucket of content that you can share with the world And so just because right now you might not be getting the viewership or the sponsorship that you want doesn't mean that creating content is not valuable. It's incredibly valuable. You know, you can put your opinions out there to the world. You can use it to create, you know, a vision of what you want to do. You can always go back. You can create a bucket of content and dip back into it in the future. You know, maybe you test things and you figure out, hey, what got the most views? All right, well, I'm going to go and either use that again six months from now or a year from now, or I'm going to create more more videos and content and podcasts like that one because it's growing. So it's very much in line with 
the growth of a business and the growth of you as a business owner and entrepreneur and in creating content, getting out there, growing in public, you know, making growing some part of growing in public is, you know, having yourself accountable. You know, you get on here, you talk about things that you're trying to do, talk about things that you want to do. And if you're putting that out to the world, you know, the world kind of holds you accountable to, to doing those things. And so whether or not you end up accomplishing everything you want to do is one thing, but, you know, having that accountability and, and is also a, a big reason that I found personally, um, to continue to do stuff like this. So content creation is number one. I think number two is networking. You know, um, I think that the best way to meet new people is by getting to know them personally first, you know? And so one thing I've found when it comes to, if I wanted to go meet somebody, you know, it's, people are busy. It's hard to get on someone's calendar, but if you come to them and, you know, say, Hey, I'd love to grab 15 minutes of your time, um, to have a conversation about what I do, you know, chances are that's, that's going to fall on deaf ears. But if you come to them and say, Hey, I do a podcast. I'd love to have you on and, and talk about what you do. Well, that's a whole different ask, you know what I mean? And it's allowed me to open doors to be able to talk to a number of different people that if I just wanted to go to them to talk about how we could do business together, we would have never gotten on the phone. But because I went to them and asked them um, to give them something, you know, it was one of those things where we were able to get on the phone. And then, you know, you get to meet all sorts of new people and hear about what they're doing, hear about not only their stories and their background, but what they're doing in their business and what they've done and over the course of their business to grow personally and professionally. And so I thought just the network effect. And then another cool thing about it too, is that you have somebody on, they have a good experience. Well, now you go back and ask them, Hey, who else in your network should I have on my show? That would be a good guest. And their network now becomes your network. And so it's a great networking tool and it's, I've used it, you know, purely as that for a while, just to go out and meet people who, you know, otherwise I probably wouldn't have been able to get in contact with, but because I do a podcast and because, you know, they want to share their story, um, we were able to, we were able to have a phone call and, you know, number three, I think it's directly correlated with sales. So if you approach the podcasting art the right way. I think it's an incredible sales tool. Um, the reason why is because, you know, one, there's baked in reciprocity, right? So the rule of reciprocity is that I give you something inherently as humans, we feel as though you need to return that something. So, you know, I'm not going in with any expectation, but when I reach out to somebody, I'm saying, Hey, I want to have you on my show to talk about what you do and make content for you to be able to post all over your social media. So it's all about them, their story, their content. You're creating something for them. You're giving them something. And usually when you do that, there, you know, one thing I've heard that I've thought about a lot is that there are a lot of podcasts out there today, but for many of the guests that you have on your show, you're either one of one or one of maybe a handful of other people that they've ever done a podcast with. So when they think about you, they're like, oh, well, we have one shared experience with each other. And I only have that shared experience with either that one person or with maybe a couple other people. And so you're one of one, you become one of one, you become one of one pe person that they've ever done this with. And so when they think of you differently, you know what I mean? And they think of you in a way that um, they appreciate. And so it's easy to kind of 
go back and when you want to figure out when you have an opportunity to bring them or you have a way of collaborating together, you know, you've already gotten their attention and they, and they inherently kind of feel like they owe it to you to hear you out because you gave them a half hour, hour of your time hearing them out and they had a great experience doing so. And so you build in that level of trust. And then secondly, you get to know that person, right? So you don't just jump in and start talking about, Hey, I do this, you do like, you know, this is what I can sell you. And this is what, this is what it costs. Um, you get to know them. You ask, you get to ask them, you get to ask them all the questions that you want to ask them. So you can tailor the whole conversation around, you know, one direction, or you can just be open-minded and ask them, you know, questions as they come to the top of your mind and as they fit into the conversation. But the point is that you control the conversation. So you can ask them questions about their life. You can ask them questions about their kids. You can ask them questions about their business and how they got there and where they want to go. And then as the conversation fits, you can sprinkle in different things about your life and what you do and what you're trying to do. And at the end of the call, you know, and at the end of the podcast, at the end of the show, you have had a very genuine conversation already. You have a genuine experience. You've gotten to know them. You've gotten to talk a little bit about them in a deeper level than normally people do. You've gotten to ask them all the right questions that you want to ask them. I mean, think about what sales is in general. A lot of the time you're prospecting, right? So you're asking them questions and typically they know it's a sales call. So they're very standoffish about giving away anything and showing all their cards. When you're on a, on a podcast, the whole purpose is to be open. The whole purpose is to open up a little bit about what you're doing and where you want to go. And so they're going to approach that much differently than they're going to approach a sales call, even though you might be trying to accomplish the same thing, which is, hey, I want to do business with this person. I'm going to have them on my podcast. I'm going to get to know them. I'm going to give them a bunch of content that they can go out and post to the world. And then I'm going to figure out whether or not they're a good prospect for what I do. And I'm going to try to make them a client of mine. And it's worked time and time again in the, in the different businesses that I've done. And, you know, it's, I, I don't mind saying it out loud because at the end of the day, you know, I don't want it to be a sales call, but I do want to figure out whether or not we can do stuff together because typically if we can, it's benefiting both of us, you know, and, and we, we owe it to ourselves to learn that there's something out there that we could both benefit from. We could both grow from, we could both make money from. Um, so I like to take it as, you know, to recap a little bit, one creating content, I think is as important now as it's ever been. It's only going to get more important Two, networking is, you know, it's, it's, it's done wonders for my life, but it's also one of those things where you can expand your network beyond just your, your location too. You can talk to people in different countries, different States, and then you could talk to their friends who want to be on the podcast that are in different countries and different States. So you can really expand your network rapidly by doing a show. And then three, you know, you can use it as a sales tool and you can be really strategic about how you do it. And if you want to, you know, get in touch with a big prospect, uh, I've never asked them, I've never had a better offer to them than, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? Um, it's, it just gets so much better of a response than, Hey, uh, this is what I do. You know, you should talk to me about it. It's, it's, it's the best sales email that you can send, and it's probably the best tool that you can use in order to get to know somebody and make sure that they are, in fact, a good prospect for you. Um, not only are you are you potentially a good prospect for them. So I wanted to share those things because, you know, there is a lot of confusion sometimes around why people are doing 
podcasts, why people are creating videos, why people are putting stuff out to the world. And in my experience, those three things are why I do it. So appreciate you listening and, uh, and thanks. Thanks.